There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh. Yes, I hope sir. everybody out there is doing well. Here with the one, the only, the master what? of communication, <laughs> Jim Jim Price. How we doing, I Jim? don't know, man. That's a big pair of pants to fill up there. I don't know what we're doing all that today. We're going to try our best. Hey, uh, happy uh, day after Father's Day. Um, I don't know, is this your day after you know, your hangover day for Father's Day? But uh, yeah. I hope all you men... We're well appreciated, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on, hold on, Jim. Hey, hey, hey. what? Hey, you, you could what? be misgendering a lot oh. of, of fathers out there. <laughs> a lot of uh, what, what would they call them? You have birthing parent, and so this right. would be not, a lot of non-birthing parents out there. You could be misgendering well, is... them by calling them men. I mean, it, seriously, Jim, Are, you need to be careful with that. Well, uh, I'm I'm willing to, to die on that hill. So let's uh, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I said, what, see here's the thing but we are the givers of life uh think about that we're the givers of life if we don't come along that egg is just going to sit there right well uh, uh, so. no actually so scientists in a lab last week were able oh. to synthetically recreate uh a human mm. embryo in in the very uh very early stages of mitosis um what? synthetically with synthetically derived sperm and synthetically derived eggs with none of the original components of a what we would consider to be a biological male or female so um no actually like they they can reproduce human beings right now mm. without um actual sexual reproduction but you know we we just have to be careful we have to be respectful out there because you know there, there could be somebody, some people. Why are they being that, respectful to me, though? I don't well, know. No, no, Do I'm we... just saying. Like, there could be people out there who are non-birthing parents that um, <laughs> were celebrating Father's Day, um, uh, or non-birthing parents. Uh, maybe we need to change the name of it. Non-birthing Parent Day. So, uh, to all those non-birthing parents out there, happy non-birthing parents. Go get day. your own day. <laughs> go get oh, your own God. day. Oh, and, and, sorry. Well, anyways, I'm I'm being um, completely sarcastic here, everybody. No, yeah. um, I think that there's a rampa a rampage of mental illness happening in this country right now. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, it's not like everywhere. It's not everywhere in the world. It's it's typically the Western nations. You go to uh, a lot of the third world countries, and they laugh at you for this type mm-hmm. of stuff, and they think you're absolutely bananas because these people are absolutely bananas. Yeah. But you know what? They are human beings. Okay. They are human we'll beings. And, and you know, we, we should You got me there. Them. You got me on that one. Sorry, well, I can't go it. Treat them, <laughs> we should treat them very nicely and, you know, respect, you know, if they're an adult or something of that nature, you know, respect them for their decisions that they want to make in life. Understand that they're probably, you know, suffering from mental illness. I think it was the last survey was 72% of all people within the trans community um, suffer from mental illness. And I, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's... Uh, um, you know, that that should be alarming to a lot of people out there. But, you know, it, mm-hmm. I, I think this serves a bigger agenda because 
this is like the heart of my research these days is looking into these types of things. Why why is this cultural phenomena, psychological warfare, happening in our world? Because this is what it is. I mean, if we go back and we look at the societal trends, and when I say societal trends, I'm talking about Hollywood, entertainment, sports stars, politicians, and... um, you know, progressive uh, influence that happens through social media. Okay. It, it, yeah. We see this uptick around 2014 to 2015. And this massively increases with propaganda disseminated and targeted towards our youth. And now those youth are coming into the voting age and stuff like that. And, and the majority of them, not the majority, a lot of them are having problems um, right. with sexual identity, with self-identity. And, you know, I, I think it goes to what Ayn Rand warned us about with altruism. Right. You know, if you notice, like, politicians these days, Jim. Yeah. We got to protect the democracy. <laughs> Dude, we, we don't have a democracy. We have a republic, if you can keep it. And obviously, right. the politicians don't want anything to do with keeping a republic. They want a democracy. We have, uh, you know, the World Economic Forum and their movements towards the better good, the altruistic society, to where we have to focus on what is in the best interest of all of us. You know, that's how communism, socialism, totalitarian governments are formed. And so when we start looking at this trans movement, uh, the BLM movement, you know, that, that comes about in a sense of segregation, right? Because that, that's really how right. these movements formulate. We're, we're resegregating society, and it's literally these people that are doing it, thinking that somehow this is, you know, their fight for civil rights. And, you know, I've, I've asked this question many times to uh, people in these communities, and I said, tell me. One right, freedom or liberty, that you right. don't have that I do, and, and well, yeah. just because you're white, just because I'm white, that that doesn't mean anything. Well, you have privilege. Well, tell me my privilege. Well, what privilege right. do I have over you? Oh, you get to go to better colleges. You better. Oh, where did you go to college? What? Oh, I went to Harvard. I didn't go to. I didn't. I went to see you Boulder when I was in my 30s and I paid for it myself. Like, what are you talking about? Like, right. privilege. And so there's this dichotomy of thought because these people are so wrapped up in BS, of propaganda, that yeah. they d- cannot detect fact from fiction. And when we start looking at the heart of the matter here, this, uh, this has a lot to do with what's coming down the pipeline with what we can call transhumanism and artificial intelligence. Wow. Well, you know, Josh, I, be, I, do, I still go back to my original statement. Dogs, kids, and the government need to be told no often because it makes them better. And I think a lot of what even Jordan Peterson uh, talks about this is that these people have never been told no. They never were told that there was a fence. There's a line you don't cross. No one told them, stand back. That's not how you act. That's not what you do. That's not what you do in public. You don't put huge pieces of metal through your face and expect respect. You have to, You see those as childhood trauma issues, but not uh, actual fashion. And the fact that these people have really lived, lived their whole life with no one telling them no. And so when they don't, they're never told no, 
They just start coming up with weird things to be or say or do because they're looking for attention. They're looking for someone to say, no, stop doing that. Like, what are you doing? It's weird. Like, quit doing that crap. And it's not that we're trying to stop them from being who they are because we want everybody to be the best they are. But at the same time, you know, doing the reverse white face makeup thing with the Catholic nunnery thing and and, and uh, with the baseball game on Saturday or Sunday, I mean, this is this is just go, it's just people haven't been told no, and so they're looking for that outer edge limit where someone will finally just be so re- repulsed by them. But then they'll claim there's victimhood that trans people are being shot in the streets because of their trans. Trans people are not being hired because they're trans. Trans people are not being dated because they're trans. Trans people are not having children because they're trans. And I don't know where they're hearing all this crap from, but I would like to hear where we have actually gone out and started executing trans people. I don't know when that was happening. I didn't. It was obviously in the mainstream media. They must have hid it from us very well that the trans people are these huge victim class that are being executed on the streets as if they're KKK. Now, the reason I went to that level is because they're now appropriating themselves saying that they have reparations due to them the same way slavery has to have reparations. But reparations were already paid in 1871, so I'm not really sure why we're talking about reparations of slavery, but why are trans saying that they're equal to that? Why is it okay? Because no one's told them no. No one's told them to shut your pie hole and quit saying stupid <laughs> things. We're not going to listen to you. Sorry. I love it when you yeah. say that. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> well, that's well, a, yeah, there's another one, but I don't, can't use so, it on the air. <laughs> you know, this, a lot of this comes down to personal responsibility and self-respect. I, I, seriously, mm-hmm. does it not? Yeah. Personal responsibility, oh, yeah. self-discipline, self-respect, that's what this comes down to. And I, I think that people need to kind of take a look at themselves, especially if you're a parent and you're struggling with this in some way, shape, or form. If you're a parent and you're having to deal with someone in your family who is struggling with this, then what I would say is is look into the, the, the aspect of um, personal development. Personal development can help these kids massively. Um, uh-huh. and, and, you know... California, for instance. Did you hear what happened in California? Which will, well, pff, come on. You got this way new, too this broad. This new bill stroke. that's coming about in California. Um, no, go ahead. I, I mean, I... So the new bill in California basically um, allows um, a school counselor that is a, a, a oh. petitioned by the state to come into the school. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if the teacher feels that the child's having a bad day, they send them to the school counselor. The child can go in there and say, oh, you know, I had an argument with my parents and stuff like this. And the school counselor with the authority through the state under this new bill can say, well, do you want to go to a group home? And the child can do mm-hmm. this without any permission or consent from the parent. Without any, really, without any proof of cause. Literally, right. it just – okay. So, okay, let me give you a personal anecdote real quick. I have a deaf daughter. And because she had uh, Lori got sick in the third trimester, caused the deafness and that this this that and the other thing. But one of the things that she didn't have was cause and effect. And guys, if you don't understand what this really means, my daughter went to school one day and said, "My dad, my my dad hurt me." Okay, because in you know what the, she's using English or uh, uh, an abbreviated English with the deafness, and she said, "My dad hurt me." Well, she never explained to them what that meant. What it was is I had yelled at her the night before because she didn't do her job, the, the stuff that she was supposed to do around the house. And because I yelled at her the night before, she felt that that was her escape 
during school not to do her test because she didn't actually do her homework and she wasn't ready for the test that she was supposed to take that day. So she laid her head down and then they said, oh, my dad hurt me. Here's the thing, guys. And this was, gosh, this was 15 years ago. The amount of the amount of people freaking out over that and going into this whole tailspin of you know the cops and all this other stuff getting involved, guys, they're saying they're not even. Your kid's going to go in there and say, "Hey, my dad hurt me" or "My mom hurt me." They're gone, and you don't know what house they went to. That you don't know what custody they're in. You don't know what situation they're at. They're taken away from you, and there is no going back. There is no court of it's all court administration. It doesn't actually go through the legal process. So the thing is, is I'm going to tell you as a father who's who had a deaf child, who I saw this happen in real time. It's terrifying to believe that California is now legalizing this to say that kids, whenever they feel like it, can then remove themselves from their parents' custody. That is yeah. terrifying. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Wow. I already had that commercial break. All right, we'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight Show. That was a quick break. All right. Yeah. I guess we were a little behind. We were on that epic rant, Jim. Oh, yeah. Ta-da. Right. So, so, Jim, there, there is a Sir. storm coming. The state of least. Yeah. There, there's a storm coming. And, and this storm is rooted in technology. Well, what, what are your thoughts? Let me ask. Wait, okay, wait, wait. You just said technology, though. You said there's a storm coming rooted in technology. Well, here's my issue with that. Is what do you. Okay, this is a question I told you I was going to ask you earlier. How do we know the difference between the deep fake stuff that they've already been doing through CGI and whatever other things, and then the whole holographic. Um, what they call it, laser light show in the air and all this other stuff. How are we going to really be able to tell the difference between the alien invasion or the aliens showing up to help us or the real the real nuclear bomb that went off or the real fight that really happened? I mean, we're seeing where the, the, the mainstream media is, or legacy media, I'm sorry, there has been media, um, is using a lot of old photos. Like there was one from Dubuque, Iowa that was used as a uh, supposedly apartment complex that had got bombed in Ukraine. I mean, this has been going on. So how are we going to know when it's live or it's Memorex? How are we going to know the difference? How are we going to know how AI or all the stuff where we have the ability for people to talk, you know, where we can put in words in the AI makes the picture talk? Mm-hmm. How are we going to know the difference? And how do we know that even any of this stuff really is real at this point? Uh, well, discernment. I mean, how else are you supposed to? You, you can't well, trust I mean, anything that the politicians tell you, the, the mainstream media tells you. You can't trust anything that you're seeing on social media, the internet, or with your eyes in the sense of videos or audio. Right. I mean, artificial intelligence is taking over the society. Um, I, I just watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and I'm not going to give any spoiler alerts out there, but the mm-hmm. bad guy... The bad guy in the movie is right. um, a transhumanist that wow. sees that the universe has imperfected all life and seeks yeah. out to perfect it in a utopia with his altruism, if you want to call it that. Um, and what he does is he kills massive amounts of creatures in the meantime. Right. trying to do it in the name of science and it kind of gives you relevance to what's happening in this world today well I mean there's an article in Gateway Pundit right now that, that there is um, fact checker 
fake fact checker is forced to backtrack on its bogus cl- uh, c- claims of Gateway pundits. Um, facts. Uh, check, check after lawyer sends re- uh, reda- uh, retraction demand, and the woman is not a doctor, not from the U.S. So well, just in this whole thing, they, one of the fact checkers on one of the Gateway pundits' articles um, wasn't even a doctor, but claimed they were a doctor. They were claiming that there was, all this stuff was that factually inaccurate when it was accurate. I mean, this is just in a simple little case here of this. This is just happened to be on Gateway Pundit today. But at the same time, like, when are we going to know? When are we going to know, you know, like the the whole idea of how they're spraying the skies, how we're getting the, the bad food and the chicken feed, all the – I mean, all these little things. I mean – like you said, well, you're saying we need discernment. I get that. I get. I mean, I, we all want to want second guess and ask questions and go next level questioning. I get that. But at the same time, how is it then we see 15 different angles of um, ospreys coming into LA County? You know, like why is it that we're seeing all these ospreys coming in? Were there real ospreys there? Were they? Why are they there? Why are they flying in? I mean, were were these just to screw with people and get them all wound up about something that's not happening? I mean, there's just so much fake crap out there. I mean, who who can we trust except for ourselves? And then can we trust those that are around us? So what you're actually talking about, I, I saw a lot of things happening with this weekend. And so I went and did some research, and it's mm-hmm. called Operation Homeland Defender. And it takes okay. place between June 16th and June 19th every year since 2008. Okay. I mean... That's it? Right. <laughs> National Guard and military that, t- yeah. that take part in operations with local first responders and law enforcement throughout the country. Right. And people are like, oh, my God, it's happening. Martial law. Like, oh, my God. And, like, I posted on Twitter. I'm like, hey. Because I kept on seeing the same videos coming around. Right, right. And I'm like, okay, that's usually a sign of something's wrong here. But, nope, there's a, a, a literal military exercise going on this, this weekend. And I think it ends today. And that's it. And people are like, you know, blowing it out of proportion. Like there's somehow, you know, it's happening. Oh my god! Right. Well, and a lot of that though, people are just kind of tired of, you know, living this existence where we are waiting for the next drama, the next. Well, I think I think it's kind of like adrenal fatigue, right? Where it's just you're just so tired of being overstressed that you don't even know when to just calm down to take a breath. I think that's what a lot of people are looking for—is that relief. Well, I, I, yeah, I think people are wanting resolution on what's happening in the world. That yeah. right now, we have a very chaotic situation unfolding. And that right. as we progress forward as humanity, that chaos increases. And yes. subsequently, it increases here within the home life, within our regular lives. And, right. you know, people just want their country back. They want to go back to 1995 where things were great. You know, you could, uh, you actually had the land of opportunity. There was still tons of potential left in this country. And politicians were corrupt but still patriotic. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't have to worry about those that are in the boat with us shooting holes in the bottom of the boat, right? We never thought that we would actually have to sit around and go, hey, 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 hey. We're all in this together, right? Stop sinking the boat. But we really can't seem to find any way around that, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, Jim, mm. the things that are happening right now in this world, they're not by coincidence. They're by plan. Right. This is planned chaos. 
because that's the only way that the globalists could usher this world into a global government, whether that's totalitarian, whether it's, um, you know, conserved for the rights of the people, is really right. going to be up to us and how fast we wake up and stand up and rise up to what's happening. But, yeah. you know, I was just reading this article that NASA knew that global warming isn't uh, man-made since the 1950s. And, yeah, we all know that global warming isn't man-made. But that still right. does not discount the fact that the global elite who own the multi-conglomerates have polluted and poisoned our air, our water, our soil to the point of no return. Right. And that they continue to do that today while complaining about carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide is the distraction in global warming. Nitrogen, these regular greenhouse gases that they call them, are distractions yeah. to what's really being done. And that's the poisoning of our air, our soil, and our water by these same companies that are going out there trying to regulate carbon dioxide. Right. No, it's uh, the idea that... It shows how stupid we can be when we're actually fighting each other over CO2 emissions when CO2 is actually what creates the green on the planet. The fact that we have it in our sodas and our, our beer and our champagne and all these other fuzzy soda, like sparkling water, Perrier, all this different stuff, that all that stuff is absolutely just CO2, yet we're producing it by huge quantities, but then we're trying to lower it or lower our carbon footprint. Again, carbon is is everything so why <laughs> to say that you're lowering your car carbon footprint means that you're lowering the earth's existence like everything that's on the earth everything that we know is carbon based right so how is it we see this is again we can sit here and disprove this in about two seconds but when they go oh the co2 emissions are blocking the sun and causing the world to cool or or change or uh, I mean, they're racing right past one of the factoids, and the whole thing is CO2 does not cause that. In fact, the hiring or the, the higher levels of CO2 will cause a lush and bountiful earth where we'll have plenty, where we'll have fruits and vegetables doing amazing things because they have the food to do what they do. But again, we're over here fighting about things like it just doesn't make sense that there's no answer to what they're asking a question to do. That's it. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show after this. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I got my audio problems figured out. All Seems right. uh, my, my hose on the side of the house. Um, the, the faucet part, I guess, the, uh, the ball inside the uh, right. busted. So the hose was just <laughs> spewing water out. That's right next to my head. And uh, the valve broke, so I had to shut up nice. the water main. But anyways, that's fixed. And uh, yeah, the hose know, bib. Uh, so that's your frost bib, uh, frost proof hose bib that the uh, washer in the back there gave way, allowing the water whoosh past. There you go. Very good. Right. <laughs> so, Sorry, over explanation. So interesting yeah. for people out there. I know, I know a lot of people are seeing on social media about the military activity all around the country. Oh, my God, planes in the air and, and troops on the ground. Oh, my God, what's happening? 
This week, from June 16th to June, I believe June 20th, June 21st, is Operation Homeland Defender. It's uh, an exercise that's happened every year since 2008. I took place in it, uh, Washington, D.C., back in 2008. Right. And uh, it... it, it Involves military, National Guard, first responders, FEMA sometimes, and it's just a series of exercises to kind of uh, uh, prepare for natural disasters, cataclysms, or terrorist events in the streets. Uh, so there's a lot right. of military movement that happens during these times. Um, coincidentally, that it's happening during a branch of c- cybersecurity um, um, breaches <laughs> within our government. So it makes people right. freak out a little bit, but no, this was absolutely planned with all the military activity. Um, I, I, I know I was speculating this weekend, like, Hey, what, what's going on? And then, you know, I kind of came across, Oh yeah. Homeland defender. So wow. don't be, don't be scared. It's, it's not like the end of the world. The, the emergency broadcast system isn't going to turn on and start broadcasting everywhere. Um, and, man, you know, it's tough sometimes sure. to fight the disinformation. Don't you think, Jim? I mean, oh, even with ridiculous. us, I mean, we're conspiracy theorists. And we're, like, sitting here going, yeah. man, this battle with disinformation is rough. Like, it's it's like, exhausting. It is. I mean, because, well, okay, well, think about this, Josh. How many people come up to you and, you know, randomly ask you a question? But it's not, you know, like, hey, about what about the money? Hey, what about crypto? What about the medical? What about the Supreme Court? What about uh, the, the sheriffs? What about the and you're and so we end up having to be, you know, a, a, a little bit of an expert on all these things. But there are so many things. Like I had somebody coming to me, like, "Hey, I heard this, this, and this." I'm like, "I'm gonna have to go talk to a few people. I haven't heard anything on it. You know, I have no idea what that is, and I'll have to see if there's if there's any action behind this." And the sad part of it is, is that I, you know, sometimes I do come across good information. I'm like, "Oh, well, that's cool. I got ahead of that." But I mean, imagine that. I'm 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 always having to be paranoid, and I know that's not a good word to use because you shouldn't live in paranoia. But we have to live in para- paranoid, knowing that they're lying to us, they're manipulating us, they're they're using part truths and part facts to to go around and say, oh look, oh here's shiny object, pay attention over here, and then you go over there and look and like, oh that's all junk. Like the the title was something that I should have looked at, but. There's no, there's no meaning behind it. Just like this whole thing with the military movement stuff. You know, again, you have to get alerted, right? You have to be like, okay, what's going on? And then you have to go find it. That's exhausting. I mean, it's there is a, there is a. That's why I think when we talked about earlier that people are kind of looking for a break is because we are. We're we have that adrenal fatigue. We're just tired of always being on edge and being ramped up and and having to have those answers on a spur of the moment. And for us, I mean, there's a lot of things like. You know that we're working through with the mud floods and the you know, you know the world's fairs and the Saveggio scale and I mean all these different things. We're still trying to figure a lot of this stuff out. And there are some people that are in their lane that are very way ahead of us, like the the uh, Schumann resonance right now. That's all over the place, looking like DNA Whoa, strains. The Schumann resonance, man. Which is Jim. the frequency of the Earth. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I, I guess that's what you want to call it, the frequency of the Earth. The Schumann Residence, uh, discovered by a high school science teacher, named after him, Schumann, Professor Schumann, yeah. or, or Mr. Schumann, I guess, if high school. <laughs> and uh, right. it was interesting because it was actually recorded by Nikola Tesla prior to this. Well, Nikola Tesla mm-hmm. was in Colorado Springs doing the uh, the lightning and storm experiments out there where he detected right. the Schumann residence. But um, Schumann actually had his class calculate 
um, what the frequency of Earth would be between the ionosphere and the ground, knowing that the ionosphere um, basically has an electrical ca- capacitance that discharges the ground. Mm-hmm. And there's a static field in between. And, and they calculated right. it, and that came out to about 7.85 hertz. That 7.85 is about 14.85 hertz is what we call the Schumann resonance today. And it varies, but that's more of a stabilized zone. And so the ionosphere is a highly electric um, field within our atmosphere that right. is influenced massively by cosmic radiation and solar radiation. And that right. this is basically what we think is responsible for the majority of the storms on this planet because when you start changing the electrical potential within the ionosphere, you have varying different effects in the static field below. And if you can just think about a capacitor, when you add charge or dissipate charge, it changes the whole state of the system that that capacitor is a part of. And right. so people are um, mind-blown because you can, you can watch the observational data of the Schumann residence um, online. I mean, there's detectors that, that, that monitor the change. And this weekend, uh-huh. it went to like 120 hertz, and people were like, oh, my God, we're ascending. And I'm like, oh, my God, probably not. But, you know, right. there's, there's fluctuations that coming in. And so my thoughts on this is because solar activity is relatively low, Right. Right. Yeah. So we don't have any solar coronal mass ejection, solar spots, but I would say that most likely what happened is we got hit by cosmic radiation. Is that there was a bombardment of cosmic radiation that came in um, from the outside of the solar system and it hit the planet and it increased uh, perturbations, distortions uh, within the ionosphere and produced an increase within the Schumann resonance. And right. that's exactly what we would be expecting around this time of year. Well, well, and I think a lot of people what we're seeing is like you know we see the fluctuations of you know the the higher resonance and this and that, but it was the the patterning that was occurring when it went to the 120, and that they would say it looks more like DNA strains or a type of almost you know music effect, right? That's more that's kind of what I was thinking of. It looks more musical. Uh, like there's a rhythm happening, mm. but again, you know, I don't know enough about all that to be able to speak absolutes because I don't. I've never seen that before, and I haven't really got a good answer on why it looks like DNA strains or like different types of. Um, well, you know, when they t- talk about the when you put sand on a piece of metal and then you, you know, you you resonate that metal and it creates different uh, you know patterns because of the frequency Cymatic. pattern in it. Cymatic. Yeah, it's called so cymatic patterns. So yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're gonna see that. I mean, anytime that you're talking about a frequency, that is a variation over time, right? right. So all the frequency is is a variation over time. How many sequences does that thing repeat every second? And mm-hmm. so something that repeats, you know, seven point eight five times a second is seven point eight five hertz. There you go. Right. And, and so that's going to have a patternized response in a cymatic format. Um, it's going to have a patternized response within anything that, that that is induced in anything that can produce a resonant with that a guitar string theory. Right. Um, right. So, yeah, it, there, there are multitudes of different effects and our DNA is incredibly receptive to these frequencies. 
Right. Um, so Dr. Martin Blank of Columbia University in 2014 did a series of studies on the effects of 5G and 4G radiation on DNA. And what he discovered was something that many scientists really didn't take note of, but that electromagnetic radiation affects our DNA massively and that our DNA is actually an electromagnetic transducer. Transducer means that it sends and receives signals as well as a holographic antenna or yeah, a holographic antenna, which means that as you chop DNA into pieces or it breaks down, it keeps its self-symmetry, which means that it still continues to send and receive those signals um, at that at that wavelength. Now he went out there to determine what wavelengths that were primarily affected, and there's a large band of wavelengths that your DNA becomes affected by. But primarily, it it basically um, kind of aggregates out between 28 and 35 gigahertz, which is in the microwave bandwidth, which is quite interesting because you have something known as a cosmic microwave background radiation of the plan- of uh, the universe. And they say this is left over from the Big Bang. It's a kind of uniform distribution throughout the entire universe that we know of, and it's microwave patterns, and they bombard between three to 300 gigahertz on our planet at the surface level. And this is where it gets interesting. On our planet at the surface level. And by, by the way, if you ever turned on a radio, an analog radio, and you're... That's a cosmic microwave background radiation. If you ever have an analog TV and you see the st- snow and static, that's a cosmic microwave background radiation. That's what you get. Well, you're AM radio. When, yeah, you well, can pick AM up radio. the, the yeah. lightning storms and stuff that are hundreds of miles away. So yeah. with this, what you find out is that this cosmic microwave background radiation evens out on the surface of the planet between 28 and 35 gigahertz. Right. Now, the same attenuation of your DNA. So it's almost like there's a frequency being sent from the universe that attunes and modeled and had some type of epigenetic control over your DNA. And I do firmly believe this. And so when we start looking at it like that, we, we start to see that there's other things guiding evolution other than, um, you know, adaptability of various different changes on the planet and, uh, you know, the the necessity of a species to evolve by tools and such that right. DNA or that evolution is being guided by much, much higher powers. And I've always introduced that cosmic Cosmic radiation bombardment on this planet um, is a large factor within the evolution of various different species and that we go through various different densities of cosmic radiation bombardment on this planet as it traverses the galaxy. And this makes sense that if you know that the galaxy is a, uh, a conglomeration of gases and, and particles and in matter and that they all exist at various different substrates of density and that the highest density is towards the center of the arms and then towards the outside of the arms it's less dense then you know that as the solar system transits through that galactic arm there is going to be higher bombardment of cosmic radiation on a planet 
And it's my theory, and I've gotten this from 30 years of study into various different types of esoteric literature and occult literature, um, because I believe that our ancestors knew this, is that as we begin to move through with the seasons on the galactic transit, as we begin to move through these higher density bands, this increases the potentiality for evolution within our DNA, and that our DNA begins to kind of resonate at a higher frequency level. And begins to have mass change happen to our species, like increase of intelligence, uh, um, expansion of senses, of consciousness, these types of things. And I think that we are in that state right now, that uh, if we look at where our planet is in the galactic transit, we just turned that corner at the bottom and had it started heading back up now. And uh, so we're having an increase in cosmic bombardment. We were at the all-time low the last 2,000 years. It's very cool stuff. We'll be right back with more Dark yep. Delight Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. And before I get back into the strange, the mysterious, Uh-oh. and the unusual, I wanted to throw this out there. July 4th celebration meet and greet, guys. If you haven't gone in RSVP, please let us know you're coming. This is July 2nd, Sunday, July 2nd. 
at the Beachcomber in Canisius Lake, New York. Jim Price, myself, Josh Reed of the Dark Delight Show will be there with uh, WYSL and many other patrons celebrating the 4th of July. It's between noon and 3 p.m. We're going to be hanging out, having a few uh, uh, American beverages. No, no Bud Light, no Bud Light, um, and, uh, <laughs> and on, we're going to be enjoying the day, celebrating just, the Fourth of July. Just and try I'm, one, buddy. I know. Just buddy. try it one time. Hey. It's okay. So it's you know, just, it's okay. <laughs> Jim and I will have a microphone. We'll have probably two microphones because yep. we don't share very well. Oh. So we will kind of maybe. Uh, uh, narrate the, the whole event and talk about constitutionalism, talk about freedom, talk about the founding fathers a little bit, um, yeah. and, and celebrate the 4th of July. So please come out and join us. It's going to be a great time. It's going to be a hoot. It's going to be a hoot. Ooh. So you guys are more than welcome. Uh, and you can find information on our Facebook pages. You can go to redpills.tv slash FB, Foxtrot Bravo, Foxtrot Bravo, redpills.tv slash Foxtrot Bravo. Bravo, uh, or you can go to the WYSL's uh, website or the WYSL Facebook page, and and you can get the link to their Facebook and learn more about that. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it could be a good time, Jim. I mean, we were just talking about this oh, before. Yeah. I'm like, man, Definitely. we got to leave in like a week. Oh no, come early, stay late, be there, be square. Um, whatever you got to do, guys, show up. I mean, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be awesome to hang out with you guys and just take that time to have elongated conversations about stuff that. You know, when you're sitting here driving around on your long on your lunch hour, you know, you're like, "Hey, oh man, I wish I'd asked him." I can, well, I don't have time to call in. Hey, you're gonna have that time, and we're gonna give you that time. That's gonna be there. Hey, Josh, you talked. We were talking earlier about the Schumann residence, right? Well, what instrument? I actually have the answer to this. What instrument actually created the Star Trek introduction? The intro that. Do you know what that is? Say no. Say no. no don't look no, it up. No. No. So, Okay, it's called know. the Thurman Music Instrument, or and so it's actually or the Etherphone. So it actually, when you're talking about like resonance, you're talking about how the atmosphere. Do you know a lot of times people talk about tinnitus or that hiss in their ear, and they don't realize that that's actually nitrogen in the air. Oh, look at that! So you actually can hear the nitrogen. Sometimes you hear that little that little whiz thing going on in the back of your ears. You think, "Oh, I got my tinnitus is acting up." No, you can actually hear the nitrogen in the air around you. And this this theremin, theremin or theremin uh, or ether phone allows you to use your hand in and movements between an antenna and the body of the the device. And it allows these different frequencies. As you move your hand in that space between where they're communicating, you block it and causing it to go and do all this weird stuff. You can you can play it, and uh, that's where the Star Trek theme came from. So it's actually it's actually the same idea of what we're hearing or seeing around us. Remember, we talk about okay. We all know that my voice is recreated because of wavelengths, because of energy, because of pattern, right? Energy pattern that's coming through that, out of my voice, into the microphone. The condenser then takes it, tears it all down, makes it ones and zeros, shoots it at light speed over to New York, then shoots it out on the antenna, and then shoots it into your car, and then shoots it out of the speaker, all within hey, Jim, microseconds. Jim, does, it, what? Does, it, does it shoot it? <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a whooshing sound, but yeah, oh, okay. we'll, we'll say okay. it. <laughs> no, I mean, but you know, so all this is happening, right? And it's every bit of this is energy waves, batteries, music, you, your heart, 
your mind, the electrolysis between the little neurons in your brain are all energy, and energy is waves. And if we start thinking in that way, we start changing how we look at this world, change your perspective as well as your perception, the angle which you look at it and how you think about it. I say that all the time. Listen to angle at what you think, look at it and how you think about it. When you start thinking about you are energy and what energy you put out or what energy you bring in actually creates the world around you. So if you're always negative, you're always kicking rocks, man. You're like, man, you, man life is going to kill me and boy, life is hard on me. You know what life's going to be? Hard on you. You're talking about, hey, man, I got these green lights all day long. Look at this. I'm alone. I don't even have to slow down. I don't even have to tap the brakes because that's the life I want to live. And when, you, when your mind, the neurons in your mind are firing that off, it does affect the energy around you. Mm. And then when there's people in your life, when you start changing the positivity of your life and how you really are, and you see them moving away, it's because they don't match your frequency. They don't want to be around. Birds of a feather, right? So think about what you want in your life and then create that. And that is honestly all the stuff we're talking about from the Thurman to all the Schumer resonance, all the bells, the brass bells, and all those things, they all really matter. And what you put in your head for information, but also your thoughts, that creates the reality around you. I couldn't, I couldn't interrupt that. That was, that was beautiful, Joe. That was, that <laughs> was absolutely I'm – like, I'm sitting here taking notes because I'm like, okay, Josh, just think positive. <laughs> um, the hose but, did not break. But, oh, but it's time, fine. At <laughs> the same time. I, I yeah. see a tweet from Tim Burchett, uh, re- okay. Republican representative of Congress from Tennessee. And yeah. the, the tweet goes, we are compromised. And it's retweeting Senator Blinken's, <sighs> we do not support Taiwan independence. We remain opposed to any unilateral changes to the status quo. And, uh, you know, Blinken is with Xi Jinping this week, and they're talking right. about uh, communication. And, and Tim Burchett, a Republican congressman, just told us, you are compromised. This, this country is compromised. That China yep. runs this country, and uh, you know, going so back now to that all you that know that you can change stuff, how you think about it, right? Right. You can, ch- right. yeah. So you right. got to know the information, consume it, but now how do you change the information going out of you? No, we're not going to stand for this. We will not allow this to happen. We are not going to. We're going to. We're going to affect this by moving forward, by changing it, by talking about it. Energy. 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 Hey, did you yeah. know that uh, you know the whistleblower Sir. that came out about the UFOs uh, last week and stuff? Uh, just uh, David Grush. Did he die? No, no. Did you know that oh. that weekend over Lake Michigan, F-16s uh-huh. were chasing an object and shooting anti-missile flares at them? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm not wait. lying. Like we completely uh. missed this. I mean, oh, wait. everybody okay. completely missed this. But yeah, there was a UFO sighting over Lake Michigan. Two F-16s nice. intercepted it. We're shooting flares in the direction of it. And many witnesses, I guess, video and That'll stuff stop like that. Em. But, oh, yeah. That'll stop them. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm out of here for the day. Jim Price will be joining you for the next hour. Much love, respect, God bless. Yes, I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you. As well as Jim Price. Take care, guys. You bet. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. 
Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome to the Dr. Light Show, the extended hour here on Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys for being here as a part of the family, W-Y-S-L. And like I said, we're going to be, me and Josh were just talking about, we're going to be up there. And I want you guys there. I'm not kidding you. What are you doing on a Sunday evening anyway? It's like your, it'll be like your second Saturday in a row of three Saturdays in a row you get, and plus you get 4th of July. Um, we are definitely going to be there. I'm going to be in studio uh, with Josh on Friday, uh, that would be, let's see, that would be the last day of the month there in June, right? So we'll go with, uh, let's try, I'm just trying to do math, you know, math, I'm really good at that stuff. So on June 30th, I'll be in studio. So, um, we're going to be, I'm going to be there. Like I'm flying in Thursday night, going to stay in Rochester because the flight gets in about uh, midnight and then going to, you know, hitchhike, thumb my way down to, uh, the southern uh, parts. Of, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, we're going to do rental, uh, slide a rental down there to the old station, and uh, do the show midday and enjoy uh, the camaraderie of the guys there in the station. Really looking forward to having that time. And then I got Saturday. That, I mean, I got the rest of that day to do what I want to do. But then I've got uh, Saturday, and then all day, most of Sunday, and then we're going to do that meet and greet, guys. And I say, come early, stay late. I'm going to be there probably, uh, probably at least an hour or so earlier then when it starts and then i will stay there till the last person leaves and if that means you're going to make me close the place down then i guess that's a commitment i got to make to you guys so um you know uh i don't i'm not a, i'm not a drinker so it takes about uh takes about one sip of beer and i'm i'm under the table but uh no i'm not that bad but it, I'll just let's enjoy each other's company let's have a great time Come out to the beachcomber. Bring the fam family out there. You know, what else are you going to do except talk about the country? Let's talk about it, freedoms and liberties, you know. And if uh, the whole thing shuts down over 4th of July, I guess I'll be sticking around no- uh, upstate New York for a while. But that's a whole other show for another time. Now, there's some things I wanted to talk about uh, with Josh. But we were talking about the Schumann residents. We're talking about all these things. Talking about intention. Talking about... Energy and when we t- there's a couple of things that really show how they uh, the other side truly believes in energy. Now I'm looking at a chart right here, right now on my computer. I'm looking at this, and this is the plan from 2020 beyond 2050. And what it is, it's these really weird colors. There's uh, road vehicles, rail, flying, uh, flying, shipping, heating, appliance, food, min- mining, material sources, material production, construction, manufacturing, electricity, fossil fuels. Now, this is their point of trying to. This is okay. They write these things down because they know if they write them down, it creates intention, it creates power, it creates an energy movement, guys. And I'm telling you, when you when you say things out loud, when you when you think them in your head. There is a meaning behind them. Don't put meanings out there that you don't want to become reality. If you want them to become reality, then put good thoughts in it. And I know it's not always like, I want a unicorn, and I want a you know, Lego set, and I want a Santa Claus. No, guys, let's just keep this real. Like this, you know, I, want to, I want to see all the green lights in my day. As I drive through my town or across the country, I want to see green lights. I want to be able to make it to the clean gas station. I want to make you know, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, this is a chart they put out. This is actually from 2020 to 20, beyond 2050. Now, this is, their, this is how stupid they are. 
This is their ideas of what they think fossil fuel. Now, there's a, these categories go across horizontal. If you guys want it, get a hold of me. I'll email it to you. Or I'll post this out on my Twitter and uh, Facebook and Cloud Hub. Cloud Hub, C-L-O-U-T-H-U-B. Look it up, guys. The only uncensored platform out there. I don't even... I. It is way better than True Social. It is way better than that. I have Channel 149 over there. Go there. But anyway, Facebook, Twitter, Cloud Hub, I'll be out there. I'll put on my Telegram channel as well, the Jim Price Show chat, as well as the Jim Price Show on Telegram. But here's the one. They're, they're fossil fuel. This is this is all they wrote out in one, two – it says four columns. And these are sections, 2020 to 2029, 2030 to 2049, so it's 10 years, and absolute zero by 2050. This is their carbon emission. Okay, this is how they fix this. Reduce, okay, rapid reduction in supply and use of all fossil fuels, which again, oil is not from fossils. It is the natural process of the geo uh, uh, structure of our planet. So don't go there and say it's fossil fuels. It's not dead dinosaur leaves and bones and all that other good stuff. We'd have to have filters on these pumps because bones would be coming up all the time. (sighs) Anyway. Rapid reduction of supply and the use of fossil fuels, except for oil for plastic production. Oh, they they made an exemption for you folks. Oh, that's nice. Now, here we go. That's by the 2029, 2030. Here's where we do this. Fossil fuels, okay, fossil fuels completely phased out. Boom, just gone. So by 2050, there is no fossil fuels except for plastics, okay? So no oil production except for plastics. So what do you do about asphalt roads? What do you do about tires? What do you do about lubricants? What do you do about all the other things that actually petroleum is made of? Oh, how about all your medications? By the way, the AMA made sure that a, that all these medications, night that they are made from petroleum. Did you know that most of your prescriptions you put in your face are actually petroleum-based products? That's why they don't heal you. They actually just mask a symptom and create another one. But here, here's the other part. Now, wait. So they do this whole crunch down. By 2050, boom, zero. But in tw- you know beyond 2050, what we're going to do in a long distant future, development of carbon capture and storage (CCS) will allow resumption of the use of gas and coal for electricity. Now wait, so they're going to go and get rid of go- of gas and coal for electricity, natural gas and coal. Okay, they're going to get rid of it in the next. Now they want to do by 50, so we're 23. You know, next 25 years or so here. Oh, that'll put me into my 70s. That's awesome. Thanks, thanks, bro. Um, when I'm in my 70s, they're going to completely get away from oil, which I, they can't. They can't. You can't get rid of oil. I mean, there's a lot of things we could do with the internal combustion system through hydrogen. By, by the way, guys, if you do not know about hydrogen or cold fusion, you don't know where the future really lies. Cold fusion is a dumpster-sized nuclear reactor that can how that can uh, power two hundred to three hundred thousand houses, and never have to be maintained. Turned on, turned off, no no pollutants. Uh, hydrogen can be made with baking soda water and electricity. That's it. That's all you need to create hydrogen. And then what does it emit? Water. <sighs> but these people believe that beyond this is how this is how stupid they are. We're going to shut everything down, shut down all this process, everything we're doing in the next 25 years. You know how big of a move that is to get everybody to do that? I mean, that even if you just said, shut it all down today, even if you truly believe that what you're saying about oil and you shut it down today, 
it will still take you decades to, to recover and move to something other than that. I'm just telling you. But this is how dumb they are. This is how they tell you, this is how they tell you that they actually have, don't have a good idea. They're going to develop the development of carbon capture and storage. CCS will be uh, res- <laughs> will allow resumption of use of gas and coal for electricity. You know, back in the seventies, we were doing coal scrubbers. That the the stuff that you see at these power plants, that stuff coming out of those those big stacks, that's actually steam. It's not smoke. See, this is the problem is, is that they try to get you guys in these big, you know, the, the Three Mile Island uh, cooling towers with the steam coming out, of the moisture coming out of it. That's just water. They try to make you think that that's some type of toxic, nauseous gas coming out of there. Literally, it's just cooling the water that was heated to turn the turbines because it's a steam generator. All nuclear radi- all nuclear plants are steam generation plants. They have settling ponds to cool the water. They bring the cool water in. It heats up. It then spins the turbine, and then it creates electricity, and the electricity goes out on the grid. That's literally it. There is no toxic water. There's no polluted water. There is no non-potable water. It literally is just a steam generation plant. That's it. But these ding-dongs are giving away the fact that they don't, they don't believe we can be without oil, and then this is actually part of the process of which we're going to have to continue in the future. But here's one for you. How about this? Rail. Did you know how important rail cars are for public transportation? I mean, somebody out here is just really telling people a lot of this, hey, man, rail's the way to go. How many times do you sit behind a train car, you know, waiting for the train, the railroad crossing? How many times do you see this, all these different derailments? How many times do you see the fact that there's actual scheduling issues? They have Now they're getting ready to walk out. we got all these strikes coming up. Uh, UPS just, uh, just voted to, to strike uh, this summer. Uh, so UPS is getting ready to do that. Boeing's getting ready to have a strike. The truckers are not being paid a livable wage to be able to truck um, a merchandise across this country. Anyway, growth in domestic and international rail as substitute for flights and low-occupancy car travel. Think about this. They're trying to take you back to the 1800s. With trains. We're going to go back to trains, guys, because those cars you jump into, those airplanes you get around in, no, 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 no. We need to put you on trains. We need to get you back on that. Now, this is their plan. Further growth with expanded network and all electric train, rail becomes dominant mode for freight as shipping declines. Really? I thought we did a lot of freight already with trains. And by the way, how many train car, uh, train, um, uh, the railroads do you see that they're taking the tracks out of this country where they're shutting down rails across this country because they don't use them anymore? They're not efficient. They're, 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 they're wedging down the noodles that go across this country. But they're saying that they're not going to be using that for transportation exponentially. There's more about this of what they're trying to do, but their intention is they wrote it down. They want you to do it because they believe in their heart. I'm Jim Price at WYSL. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Get aboard the train, the pain train. Um, (laughs) So this whole thing where they've got this this map of what they're willing to do. When I tell you guys, the reason I wrote all, reading all this out is because I'm telling you, they're willing to write down their plan. They're willing to put together meetings, put some money behind it, 
plan of action, execution, coming back, multiple Zoom calls, getting back together, multiple Zoom calls, refining it. They're putting energy into this. Have you even read your constitution? Seriously, guys. No, okay, listen. No, 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 don't, no, no. Nope, stop. Everybody, stop, 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 stop. I'm asking you a very, don't give me, well, Jim, I'm just you know, so busy with, you know, I don't, you know. Hey, you've been face pooing before. You sit on your, you sit on the old throne there and look through Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever it is you do. So why don't you sit there and constitution while you're constitutioning? Right? Read the Constitution while you're doing your Constitution. I don't know where that came up where people said, I'm, you know, anyway. But the idea is, really, you want, you want your country to be amazing? You want your country to follow the Constitution? You want morality in people where you don't have to make up arbitrary laws about cat leash laws and, and uh, you know, teaching your first grader about having oral sex? I mean, come on, guys. You want that stuff to stop? You want leash laws for cats? That You want that to stop? Then read your Constitution and put it in your heart. Do you know that one of the things that one of the, there, was a, there was a whole movement – where people were actually, when they were indentured slaves, we're talking about the Irish and the blacks and the Asians and all these different groups that were put into slavery. By the way, guys, if you guys think that there was only people in Africa selling people out of Africa into the slave trade, you're not paying attention to world history. Irish were put into dentured servitude over the fact that the government was over taxing them and kicking them off their properties and then making them indentured servants and then sending them to America so that their debts would be paid. Yeah, that's a real thing. Guys, people from India have been put in slavery. People from Africa, Asia, all across this globe have all been put in slaves, as slaves, periods. Don't say that one is better than the other, one was more this or that. No, one gets talked about a lot. The sad part of this is, is that we don't get to have these really great conversations about this, and we need to have that, because if we don't, then we really don't know what our true history is, okay? We have to look at what they're doing to us, and we know that within their heart of hearts, they're trying to create as many cages for ourselves to build, and they don't have to do it, and they're going to scare us and manipulate us and push us back, and that's where we don't want to talk about this in real time. We don't want to talk about the slavery and what it really was for all the different races that were put into slavery. We don't want to talk about, but there was a group of slaves in, the, in history that actually went through, and they were memorizing. There's groups of people on this globe that have memorized the Bible. Why? Because when you hide the Bible in your heart, it can never be taken away from you, no matter what cage they put you in, no matter what palace they put you in, no matter what spaceship they put you in, no matter they cut your head off with a, with a guillotine, your heart still owns those words. And your heart is different, and you are different, and your energy is different, and your frequency is different. And if you learn your constitution, what is different about the world around you? You cannot expect these people to understand and embrace and know the constitution if you don't even know it. I want you to know Jesus. Have you, have you know Jesus? No, no, no. I just want you to know Jesus. I want you to live by Jesus' teaching. I want you to be all Jesus and stuff. That doesn't make any sense. So you don't know, you don't, you don't, you don't have a relationship with Jesus? No, no, no. I just want you to have it. That's as stupid as you saying, I want the Constitution to be the letter of the law. I want the Constitution to be enforced in this country. But you don't even know your own Constitution. So where is your heart? Where is your intention? 
Where is your heart? Where is your tension? Where is your focus? Is it on the game, the baseball game tonight? Is it because so-and-so is going to start on the mound? Is it because so-and-so is going to be catching? Who's going to be the pinch hitter? Who's going to be the pinch runner? Who's going to do, oh, who's on the injured reserve? If you know all that and you don't know your constitution, then that tells me where your heart is. Where is your heart? Is your heart in your constitution? Is your constitution in your heart? Is your intentions in your constitution? Is your everyday speak about the constitution? Do you know the constitution? Do you, have you read it in your own state? I dare you. I dare you to read it because I want us to get out of this. Oh, Lord, help us all, man. I just want you to read the dang Constitution and know that that's where the answer is. And if you put your intention in there and you get your kids to doing it, then what are their kids going to do? They're going to read the Constitution. It's going to become more powerful and useful in their daily lives, and their lives will be instantaneously better. Why? Because they have knowledge that can never be taken away from them, even if they chop their head off. Even if they put a gun to your head, they still cannot take the Constitution out of your heart, your energy, your field. Your resonance, your vibration. This is not some hippy dippy stuff where it goes, hey man, we're gonna sit around and cumba up, bro. Get the guitar out, man. Ooh, yeah, we haven't showered in two weeks. That's not what I'm saying. I'm a very, very spiritual man. I, I, I would want, you know, I, I will go into that, but I was a youth pastor in the 90s. I've seen everything from Satanism to the, the harshest of Christianity where there's no music, no dresses, no playing cards. You know, I've, I've, I've seen all of the dichotomy of both. And I'm going to tell you right now, the one thing that I will tell you is if you do not put your resonance, your actions, your intention into what it is you believe, it will never happen just because you think it. You got, you got to put action in behind it. You got to, like, I wish I was free. Well, what does that mean to the universe? What does that mean to your, what does it mean to your God? What does it mean to God? What does it mean to you? You want to be free. Do you even know what that means? I want to be free. Okay. Well, you're free from toilet paper. Did that work out for you? What do you mean by free? Well, you're free from food. You don't have to worry about food anymore. Where's I going to give you any? So you're free from that. Starve to death. Do you see what I'm talking about? The idea that we have so many of these brilliant answers right in front of us, and we don't want to pay attention to them. But they have written down. This is a full-color graph. It goes from deep purple-blue all the way from to green and orange and, I don't know, whatever, these mauve or chartreuse and brown. I mean, they've put color codes into this. There's a graph thing going here. It's pretty interesting. But someone spent the time and the energy and the focus to make sure that this is what their future looks like. Have you read the Constitution? That's the simplest question there. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's my challenge to every single one of you that are coming out to the beachcomber. Oh, I just gave him homework, though. I don't know if that, that could stop somebody from coming. I still want you to show up. I still want you to show up. But I want people to come up to me and say, listen, I read my Constitution, and I'm reading it every single day. Every single day. Every single day, I'm reading it. How about how about I figure out a way to do a, a carrot and stick here? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you something out there. What about those? I'm gonna see if I, I'm gonna come up with something here. What if I go ahead and say for every person I know that has said that they have read their constitution, they tell me that I'm gonna have to come up with sp something special to give you at the event at the Beachcomber. I've read the Constitution, Jim. Perfect. It's all I need to hear. I trust you. Do you see what that does? I trust you, so that means that you have to have told the truth, and if you're lying to me, that's on you. 
you got to be honest and forthright with yourself to say, I've read the Constitution, and I have put intention behind it. And I'm going to see what I'm going to do. I'm going to come up with something. I don't know if it's going to be a Jim Price t- Show t-shirt, a license plate, a refrigerator magnet. I don't, I, there's something. Maybe I'll just say, hey, go pick something up off the website, and uh, you'll get one, item, get one item off the website for free or something. I don't know. I'm going to have to come with something. I don't know. What do I got to do to get you guys to move? I'm asking you to read something. I'm not asking you to build a chicken coop or a space shuttle or figure out the space-time continuum where time dilation is how we actually are able to see into the future where we bring it to us so we don't actually go there. You know, I'm not asking you to figure that out. I didn't say do some Tesla stuff. I just simply said, can you read the Constitution? Can you bother to show up for your own country, which will make your life amazing? I have to, I have to carrot and stick you on that? Is that what I got to do? Because I should have you guys say, no, 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 Jim, listen, you give that shirt to somebody else because this is my country, and I don't need a shirt to read my Constitution. I don't need a shirt to memorize my Bill of Rights. I don't need a shirt to print out a single page of uh, the Bill of Rights and read them every morning while I brush my teeth. While I'm, by the way, brush your gums. You do not brush your teeth, folks. You brush your gum and never use fluoride. Fluoride is a chemical byproduct of the sulfur industry in our country. Fluoride is a is a chemical byproduct of the sulfur industry. Fluoride is a poisonous, noxious gas used in World War I, and it's a byproduct of the sulfur fertilizer industry in America. I will say that until my eyeballs fall out. Stop putting fluoride in your face. But anyway, while you're brushing your gums with your non-fluoride toothpaste and using uh, different types of uh, minerals to regain your teeth strength, including iodine and others... You brush your gums. While you're brushing your gums in the mirror, tape the stupid thing in front of your face so you stop looking at yourself going, read your constitution. Put intention behind it. But these guys are writing down their entire plan. What are you guys doing? I thought there was a plan a couple hundred years ago. They said, hey, government, you're limited. Imagine that if we just go ahead and follow through with what we've already written down as the amazing process. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming every WYSL. Be right back. Dancing to a different drug. Can't you see what's going on? Deep inside your heart. Always searching for the real thing. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to WYSL, the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being here. And listen to this gaggle. Read your constitution. Do this, do that. I don't want to do what Dad said. You can't make me. All right, well, your life sucks. Um, I'm going to tell you guys, I have been amazingly... um, it's, It's funny. Okay, words have meanings. Words have power. Words are vibrations that I put together by squeezing together these two little pieces of like skin material in the back of my throat called vocal cords, and I push the air out with my lungs, and then they go back and forth, and it makes all these words that you guys then hear in your ear, and your ear puts them together, and your brain goes, oh, that guy's talking about the Constitution. What am I going to do with the Constitution? I'm not your dad, okay? I'm the guy who's trying to save this stupid country from it killing itself. And I say stupid country because it's stupid that we're trying to kill ourselves. That stupidity can be fixed. Okay? It can be. 
with action and with, with, with information. And I'm going to tell you, the more that I learn about the Constitution, the more I read it, the more I read about the – I go and I read other states. I go and do these speaking events in different states, and I will read the Bill of Rights a lot of times in those states because I want – like, listen, this is, your, this is your Constitution, guys. This is not the federal one. Okay, the Federalist model. Remember, Lincoln put us in the Federalist model, the top-down model. I read the state constitution, and I also, you know, refer to the the federal constitution that says all state constitutions are reciprocal one to another. Meaning that if I'm in Kansas, the same stuff that's in Louisiana's constitution also pertains to me as well, because we are the United United U N I T E D United. States of America, we're united. We we're all same, same. We're Americans. So if one American is being arrested and falsely accused for something, we are all being arrested and falsely accused. We should always think of it in that way. But what I'm telling you right now is that when I talk about this, I say when I was in Tennessee, and I say, listen, guys, this is the Tennessee Constitution. This is what your Constitution says right here in this state. This is what it says. And I go, and if I was in South Dakota, I do the same thing in South Dakota. I talk about what was in South Dakota. I go to, to Oklahoma, or I go to Texas, or I go to Florida, wherever it is I'm speaking. I talk about this because I'm telling you guys, it's really amazing how we just don't even know this information. And it's basic. We're all over here going, we need a law that says that they can't create a law that the law that, you know, the law, the legislation. How about we tell the federal government? You are unconstitutional because there's only two prescribed things for you to do, national security and immigration. Everything outside of that is non-constitutional, and you have wasted my money globally, and I should hold you accountable and wedge you down to fit back underneath the Constitution. You have become a problem. You are a cancer. You are a pariah. You are a parasite. See, the problem is, is they've become so parasitical and so strong that you can't even hold them back, can you? Now, I have faced our legal system, and I have had to be challenged that, and it literally toilet-flushed my entire financial situation. But I am still here sitting here today going, listen, guys, it's worth saving. I have been destroyed by this, by this system. I have been destroyed by the, the, the establishment. All I did was run for state senate, and they came after me because I, they found me to be a threat because I said individual freedoms and liberties. No taxes on food. No taxes on utility. No taxes on property. Wow, that's uh, that's horrible, Jim. You are a you are a bad bad person. We need to make sure you never hold office. Think about that. But this is what they're doing with their intentions. They have the ability to do what they want. Now, let me let me read something to you. This is from the FederalReserve.gov. Okay, the Federal Reserve. This is that fictitious corporation that says that they loan our government money and they gave them a .gov. And then, you know that's actually tells you how insist- incestuous this relationship between the Fed Reserve and our Treasury or our federal government. It says here, this was actually put out on um, March 15th, 2023, just recently. Uh, the Federal Reserve announced that the Fed Now service will start operating in July and provide details on preparation for launch. Well, now wait. Have you guys heard about any preparation for launch of the Fed Now Reserve, the Fed Now Reserve thing? That uh, FedNow services, have you heard about this? See, they write these things out. They write these in great detail. They tell you exactly what they're going to do, and they leave some vagueness in there. Do you see if you're getting a call, you're going to call attention to it. If you're going to even bother to use your own words to stop them, many early adapters have declared their intent to begin using the service in July, uh, including a diverse mix of financial institutions of all sizes, large processes, and 
the U.S. Treasury. The U.S. Treasury is going to the FedNow system. Now, let me explain something to you guys. They already launched this with Bank of America and uh, the Bank of the West and uh, a couple others. So there's already been some movement here. There's already, this is already, this is already adapting this. Uh, with the FedNow service, the Federal Reserve is creating a leading-edge payment system that is resilient, adaptive, and, ex- and accessible, says Tom Birkin, president of the Federal Reserve Bank of Richmond and FedNow program ex- executive sponsor. Well, I don't know you know, sponsor. Why is he going to be a sponsor? The launch reflects an important milestone in the journey to help financial institutions serve customers' needs for an instant payment to better support nearly every aspect of our economy. Guys, they gave uh, our federal government, uh, your legislators, your government, gave the Fed now, the Federal Reserve, the One World Bank, the clearinghouses, access to commercial bank accounts, meaning Bank of America, Fed, uh, was it, um, uh, was some of the other, Bank of the West, uh, was it uh, Wells Fargo? These are commercial banks. And your commercial account, your personal account, those are considered to be commercial because it's in a commercial bank. They're allowing access down into your personal checking account from the central bank clearing. This is behind the Fed Reserve. This is the one world bank effect. They have access all the way down to your individual accounts. They've been able to watch your spending for the last almost two years. Your spending habits, where you spend it, how you spend it, how much you hold, every single account is fully accessible through your federal government, given over by your legislators to say that they can come in and watch you. You guys, I'm telling you, they're going to change the value of your currency in your checking account, not on the global aspect. No, not that the dollar is worth less or more today, but because you have not been good with your credit score. Oh, I'm sorry. Social credit score. See, we've already been credit scored into this since the 70s when they brought credit scores in. They've been socially programming you over two generations now to make sure that you guys comply with a credit score. That's how you get your loans, and that's how your credit cards are this and that, right? But the social credit score is basically the exact same thing. You've already been living in it. You're talking about China is just now doing it. We've been doing it since the 70s. Oh, yeah, you guys have been you guys have been good little boys and girls, and we gave you a credit score. And, and oh, your credit score says that you only got a 600, so you're not a very good good person. You have too much credit card debt. Oh, well, we lowered your credit score because you don't have enough credit card debt. Oh, well, we lowered your credit score because you used to, you, you know, you, you, we can't verify your income. We can't verify your address. We lowered your credit score because, oh, it looks like here that, uh, oh, somebody reported that you had a late payment. Oh, that's inaccurate? Well, it'll take three to six months to clear that up. But if you do anything wrong, it goes down that day. Do you see how this works, guys? It goes away instantly, but it takes months and even years to bring back your credit score. This is your this is your future, and they've wrote all this down. It's right here, FederalReserve.gov. Uh, right, it's it's not a mystery what they're going to do with the Fed now Reserve. This is what they're coming. The Fed, I say Fed now Reserve, um, Fed now Fed now services from the Federal Reserve. Yeah, that'll end well. By the way, the judge, uh, the federal magistrate on Monday agreed to a motion from the Justice Department to block former President Trump from disclosing information related to the Mar-a-Lago case after prosecutors said the investigation remains ongoing. <laughs> what are they ongoing for? They already know how what documents he had there. They're fully documented. They know exactly what's going on. The order sides with the Justice Department in allowing Trump to see evidence collected in the case, including classified documents, but only in the presence of his attorney. 
Oh, wait, but what if his attorney isn't class? Wait, he doesn't have a background check. What? Uh, and it also blocks him from dis, uh, dis, uh, disseminating any information from the case. Remember I told you guys this about a week or so ago? I said, this is what they're going to do. They're going to tell Trump that he can't put this out there. But the sad part of it is they can't put it out. He can't put it out there because they know all this stuff is all the Hillary Clinton stuff. They don't want you guys to know about this. They're already trying to seal this case so you guys won't find out about the Hillary Clinton stuff. That's what everything was in Mar-a-Lago, was all the Hillary Clinton stuff, the Uranium One, the gun running, Benghazi, all that stuff, all the Biden stuff, all the all of uh, Uncle Barry, you know, Obama, Uncle Barry Obama there, and Michael and all that. He has all of that stuff. And that's what this is. They don't want him talking about it because he can declassify and disseminate what he wants. That's why they had to have a judge go in and seal this so that he can't. Do you see how he's got them? He's got them freaking out, overplaying their hands. Uh, defendants shall only have access to discovery materials under the direct supervision of defense counsel or a member of the defense counsel counsel staff. Defendant shall not uh, retain copies of discovery material, Judge Bruce uh, Reinhardt said, who approved the warrant to search uh, Mar-a-Lago. See, Reinhardt is the uh, Clinton, is it Clinton or Barry, is it Uncle Bill or Uncle Barry's appointment judge? That's that whole thing. So what else do you expect from him except for cover for the Clintons, the Clinton car machine? I mean, this is a real thing. Um, and this is what's going on around here. So be mindful right now when you guys thinking like a lot of this stuff isn't happening or is it is, um, just hang in there. Just hang in there because this is all going to come out. It's going to leak. <laughs> but we got some more money coming around. Oh, you know, the big guy. We're going to talk about that after the break. I'm Jim Price. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, 
I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. And, uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? <laughs> well, I don't know, Joey. You're going to have to fill me in, but I... You got me lost here. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> what a time to be alive, right? We shouldn't have to really think about the guy that is our public servant is a liar and a cheat and a manipulator and is doing everything he can to cover up. Now, guys, listen. He's not going to come out and go, you know what? Listen, I, I don't know how to do his voice. Maybe that's his voice. Um, I got to make up a voice for Joe because it's, it's, it's just creepy anyway um he's not gonna come out like this afternoon at three o'clock eastern he's like hey listen guys um just let you know i've been a real jerk bit of money laundering sexing it up with anything that walks or talks uh you know nothing's off limits for me i'm kind of a weirdo in a lot of things been doing a lot of money laundering here's all the documents and uh, i'm guilty i am just so guilty uh, there's a few people that I coerced into doing this, and uh, it's not them, it's me. I am the problem. This guy, even even if you're sitting there, got like 100 people lined up, Jesus is the last guy to testify. Listen, like, hey, yeah, he's a creep. He's a bad person. He's done a lot of things, sexual depravity things that really no man should have ever done. Uh, he's still going to be like, I'm innocent. I'm innocent. Why would Jesus say that about me? I'm not, oh my God. I'm so innocent. You don't understand. I'm so innocent. Jesus doesn't know. I mean, that's what he would literally do. So why do you guys think that he's going to, I mean, you guys are like, oh, that guy needs to just stop. He needs to quit it. He'll sit, he could be sitting in the electric chair and be like, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Seriously? But that's how this works, right? I mean, we know we know this to be factual. Let's go on with the Gateway Pundit has an article they just put out like this, this just this morning, a couple hours ago. It says, when the uh, emperor wears no clothes. I'm going to read this for, for, for verbatim because this is a pretty good article. They, uh, Jack Gist actually wrote this from the Western Journal. Uh, pretty cool little article. When the emperor wears no clothes, those who praise his regal attire attempt to bury the truth with rags of lies. Joe Biden is... The would-be emperor, who has uh, those who praise him, seek to bury the truth to maintain a false reality. But will they risk st- uh, standing naked in front of the truth along with the emperor? Well, uh, that is actually a very – I like that. I like that statement. That's, a, that's actually a really nice little statement. I like that. Um, GOP-led House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer doesn't think so. In an interview with Maria Bartolome, I always say her name wrong. We'll just move on. Fox News, the congressman from Kentucky claimed that 20 to $30 million in illicit payments have been made to the Biden crime family. Now, I have stated in lots of lots of my broadcasts, I mean, I've got over 800 hours of me running my mouth just on my, the Jim Price Show daily update. Okay, that was started back in March of 20, 
uh, 20 and uh, around the 8th or 7th. We'll go just over three years now. I was doing the radio show back 2018, 2019, statewide in Kansas, down in Oklahoma and Colorado and that stuff. But anyway, I don't know why I went into all that. I don't know why I gave you my resume. But I have said um, uh, on a lot of my episodes on the Daily Update, I've said it on uh, different interviews that there is so much money here. We're going to find the ties between the Clinton Foundation. We're going to find the ties between Epstein's Island. We're going to find the ties between Joe. We're going to find – I mean there's a billion dollars missing out there, guys. There's a Chinese businessman that gave them a billion dollars. Now, by the way, you had to have had an extra billion to give them a billion. So whoever that guy who had the extra billion to give Hunter Biden a billion dollars, I'm sure he has a way to hunt down that money, right? If you got a billion dollars, you got a lot of people working for you. I'm just saying. People are doing things for you. But this, there's going to be a lot more. Right now, Comer is willing to come out and say 20 to $30 million of illicit payments have gone into the Biden crime family. There's a nine people. I think there's 12. Uh, they've been reported as nine. Well, I think there's 12. And obviously, we're going to find out the tie between uh, Robinette and Uncle Barry and Uncle Bill and Aunt Hillary and uh, Uncle Mike. We're going to find out all these people. They're going to find out all the payments. It's, I really do believe he was he had to be prayed out there to do all this, to fail, so people would actually see the truth. You need this guy falling down on his face, grinding his nose off because he just can't stop himself. Uh, you know, me and Bob were talking at the commercial break. You know, maybe there should be a, a, an agility test for presidents after your f- third fall publicly. It's just time for you to leave. We just are either going to put you in a wheelchair or you just can't do public outings anymore. Uh, after the third fall, you got to stop. Anyway, the idea that this is that the, the Gateway Pundit is coming out and saying that there's twenty to thirty million dollars that Comer is actually talking about, and then there's a clip here uh, where Bartoloma and him are we're talking about this. But in reality, guys, listen. Uh, it's gonna. That, I think they're gonna add a zero on that. I think that twenty to thirty million is gonna be closer to two hundred to three hundred million, and I think it's gonna get larger so fast. It's gonna make your head swim. Uh, I think the twenty or thirty million is just like just the drop in the beginning of this whole thing. So, like I said, there's a lot of things out there that you got to be careful with and how you get kind of wound up in things like. There's a lot, a lot of pieces that Joey is going to get caught on, and it's not going to look good at the end. But, again, you know, I, I'm just speculating. I'm just saying. But when it comes out, when you actually all hear all this, what are you going to do differently? Are you going to go back to sleep? If we would have won the election in 2020, if Trump would have won, you guys would have all went right back to sleep and lulled away and like, oh, look, we have extra money and gas is so cheap. It's so great to have President Trump here. And oh, corruption, what? I don't I don't see corruption anymore because everything's great because because Uncle Don, man, he's he's our guy. Yay, Uncle Don. <laughs> is that what we're going to do? No, see, because we lost in 2020. You guys are still torqued off about that, right? You saw the 2022 stuff with Kerry Lake. By the way, the Supreme Court in Arizona told the lower court in Arizona, pick up the case and make a decision. The guy kicked the case out of the courts, which then pushes it back to the Supreme Court. You guys see that this whole thing is still going on in Arizona. We still have cases across this country. There are people you know, still pleading guilty and being convicted of voter fraud from 2020 and 2016, actually. And I know this, and, I, and uh, Mike Lindell's got another cyber symposium coming up. Uh, I was invited to be a part of that. There's another cyber symposium. I'm going to talk about the election integrity stuff in Springfield, Missouri. 
It is coming up. I will be there. Uh, I got my invitation last week. I've already responded RSVP to be there, be a part of that. Mike Liddell puts every bit of that uh, out of his pocket. He caters food the entire day for all the people who come. He rents out the entire venue. He puts all the media in, all the speakers, all the sound system, all the the whole the whole uh, video displays, all those things. Rents the whole thing out. Brings in private security. I'm, and I'm not kidding you. I know these guys because a lot of these guys work uh, a lot of the Trump rallies and stuff. Brings in private security to make sure that we're not going to have any problems. And it's amazing time for two days to go over all the voter integrity stuff. And this guy is putting his money where his mouth is. Have you guys even read your constitution? See how that makes you kind of look like why why I haven't read my constitution. If Mike Liddell is going to rent out an entire event center, I'm not. This is a big convention center in Springfield. That's actually one of the nicer ones I've ever seen. Super nice place. He's renting it out again. All of his own money, no entrance fees, no donations, no nothing. He does it all on his own dime because voter integrity is that important to him. Have you read the constitution? <laughs> see, see how it just kind of circles back around. You know, have you cleaned your room? Have you brushed your teeth? Did you take a shower? Did you scrub yourself when in the shower? Did you wash your hair? Did you do, you know, get your body parts working? See how that just kind of loops back around? You know, Mike Liddell's going to do all that. Have you read your Constitution? So as we go through what we're seeing with the elections and all that, we had to lose 2020 because you guys weren't ready yet. You guys weren't mad enough. I don't even think you're mad enough now. Literally, the emperor has no clothes. His little his little danglers out there for you all to see, and nobody's calling him out for these behaviors. You saw the crack in the in the Hollywood studio that was the White House, and they said, "Well, we're doing it on a soundstage so that way people have better access to Biden." They show him signing these uh, these supposedly these bills and these uh, executive orders on this spindly leg little table. Where did that come from? The emperor has no clothes. So what are you going to do? Are you going to imagine he has clothes? Or are you going to call him out on his bad behavior? 20 to $30 million? I think we're going to add a zero, folks. All right, guys, it's been so fantastic to have you guys here on the Extended Lunch Hour on Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm your host, Jim Price, on the Dark Delight Show. Don't go anywhere, guys. There's so much more to come. It's going to be great. Don't give up. Don't give in. We will win, I promise you, and I don't make promises I can't keep. Guys, thank you for being here. I'm Jim Price, WYSL. We'll see you guys later.